Worship is a natural response to being in God's presence. And so today we're going to be talking about this um, idea of being in God's presence for the sake of being in God's presence. And then the overwhelming response to that is not just purification, like God purifies our hearts and our spirits and our minds and our and our souls, but then this response of obedience that is an act of worship. We're going to be talking about that and more today. Stay tuned. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach. And I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand his will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, real quick, I just want to let you know the Bible study is sold out. That is awesome. I am completely out of copies and there's more on the way. I Last I checked, Amazon was out too. And depending on when you're listening to this, they may have gotten more in. But if you are frustrated because you cannot find it, let me know. Just send me an email, rachel at shehears.org. I have a list of people that want to pre-order when they come back in. And I'm promised by my publisher that that will not happen again. Uh, they are just selling way quicker than they thought they were going to sell. So thank you if you are somebody that has already bought that. If you have or if you are waiting for that to come back in stock, I want to let you know there are other resources at the She Hears shop. The link is in the show notes that will help you in your spiritual journey. So there's anything from the highlighters that don't bleed through your Bible to a journaling Bible or a note-taking Bible or individual Bible journals, which are really nice. That's what I personally use. They have the scripture on one side and lines on the other side, and they're thicker paper, so you can use the highlighters that it's uh, you can write with with gel pens and sparkly pens, anything you want. So um, those are what I use personally, and I have links to all of that in my bio as well. So I pray that those resources bless you. And again, I apologize for being out of stock. If you could pray along with me that those get here quickly, between the shipping delays and the paper shortage in the United States, it's just been like a perfect storm. But I don't want to leave you high and dry, so I have those other resources available to you. I pray they bless you. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today we are halfway through our discussion on worship that we are talking about as part of our Spiritual Disciplines series. And if you haven't been with us for a while... The spiritual disciplines are different things that we can do to help us exercise our spiritual muscles. The whole goal of the She Hears ministry and specifically the Hearing Jesus podcast is to help you learn how to hear God's voice more clearly. Worship is one of those things. And so we've been going through week by week looking at different aspects of spiritual disciplines or spiritual tactics that we can use to help us hear God more clearly. And so this week we're focusing on worship. And today what I wanted to do is I wanted to read for you a, a powerful scripture from the book of Isaiah that, that is a really good example of what happens when we start 
integrating worship into our lives. And so um, if you're not familiar, Isaiah was an Old Testament prophet and um, God used him in some really powerful ways. And he is a super great example of hearing from God. And I look to him a lot. I, Isaiah is one of my favorite uh, Old Testament characters. And so I'm going to read starting in chapter 6. And now I am actually reading from the message because some of this verbiage is um, in some of the other in some of the other versions is a little bit harder to understand if you're not familiar with Old Testament language. And so I'm reading it in the message, which I think is important to note that it is a paraphrase. And so if you would like to go back and read the original uh, language version, you can go in the New Living, NIV, NLT, whatever, NASB is what I use, whatever you're more familiar with. Um, But this is a paraphrase just to kind of help you understand the concept of what we're talking about from the message. So again, Isaiah chapter 6. Starting in verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the master sitting on a throne, high, exalted, and the train of his robes filled the temple. Angel seraphs hovered above him, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two their feet, and with two they flew. And they called back and forth to one another, Holy, Holy, Holy is God of the angel armies. His bright glory fills the whole earth. The foundations trembled at the sound of the angel voices, and then the whole house filled with smoke. I said, doom, it's doomsday. I'm as good as dead. Every word I've ever spoken is tainted, blasphemous even. And the people I live with talk the same way, using words that are corrupt and desecrate. And here I've looked God in the face, the king, God of the angel armies. Then one of the angel seraphs slew to me. He held a live coal that he had taken with tongues from the altar, and he touched my mouth with the coal and said, Look, this coal has touched your lips, gone your guilt, your sins wiped up. And when I heard the voice of the master, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? I spoke up. I'll go. Send me. There's a lot to unpack there, but the reason why I chose Isaiah is because I think one of the things it does is in in a way that's very difficult for us to understand in our human finite minds, Isaiah is trying to portray this idea of holiness and um, the throne room and the angels and the experience and the, the robe filling the, the temple. This experience is obviously a bit overwhelming. Because here Isaiah is a a man face to face with the glory of God in the presence of angels. And so um, this is the space. What I was trying to explain earlier this week when we're talking about our spirit connecting with God's spirit, this is the place where we go. This is the interaction piece. And so when we are engaging in worship, it's not just the music we're listening to, or the drums, or the person that's singing. But it is an experience where we are having an authentic interaction with God. At least it should be. That's the goal. And so when we are having the authentic interaction with God, what happens is, uh, this example we see here, is there's this holiness that purifies us. And so Isaiah is saying, okay, my, I know the words that are coming out of my mouth, like, and, and I, I feel them like I, you know, it's not like I never cussed before. It's not like I never yelled at my kids before. I, a lot of times I'm like, how could these lips, I know where they've been. I know what they've said. I know what they've done. 
how could that even stand in the presence of a holy God? The reality is, is it can't. We need God's holiness to purify us. And so that's what we're seeing this picture here of um, the angel taking the coal and purifying Isaiah's lips. Now, if we are believers in Christ, the, the purity of Jesus is what covers us so that we can interact with God and we can be in the presence of a holy God. Um, but one thing I want to kind of point out is that coal, that process of the coal touching his lips, that, that would have been hot. It would have been, um, of course it came out of the fire. Sometimes the process of purity can be painful. Sometimes the process of God doing what he has to do in us to produce a result, to, to maybe discipline us or to purify us so that we can be in his presence, so that we can be used by him. Sometimes that process is painful. But the other side of that, the reward is um, the opportunity to serve God in a way that brings him glory. And so this it starts with the authentic interaction with God. And that place, that holiness purifies us. And so as fallen sinful beings, when we experience that, our response to God's grace and God's holiness is worship. It's a natural response of our spirit when we have interacted with a holy God. And so in that moment, and what we see here in Isaiah, in our worship, God asks something of us. He, God says to Isaiah, who, who, who can I send? Who can I send to tell people about me? And then because of this interaction, the natural response of Isaiah is obedience. Me, me, pick me, pick me. I want to tell people what God has done in my life. That's the response of my life. That's the response of, of people that feel called to go on mission. It's not because we were perfect. It's not because we were different. It's not because we were, we were um, anything special. If anything, the reason why I feel compelled to share Jesus is because I know where I came from. I know what I still struggle with. And I know that it is being in the presence of a holy God that purifies my heart, that purifies my mouth, that purifies the things that, that the thought processes. And so the response of being in the presence of a holy God is worship. And in that place, that's where we hear God's voice. But it all starts with worship. Learning to hear God's voice starts with worship. I'll tell you, I, um, the first time God called me to the mission field, I was scared out of my mind. And it was in a moment of worship where I had been in one of these moments where I was pouring my heart out to God, confessing. Um, we talked about confession last week where I was confessing the things that I was holding in my heart. And the Holy Spirit had a moment of, of purifying my heart through this moment of holiness that happened during um, this worship experience. And I remember God clearly calling me to this opportunity to go serve in Africa. And I was like, uh, scared out of my mind. I had young kids at the time. I did, we were literally living off of coupons. Like we lived off of WIC and coupons for years. Like we, it, it did not make sense. But yet because I had had this intera interaction, authentic interaction with Jesus, because I had been in this moment of worship, because there was a holiness that purified my heart and I was really only responding in obedience, I said yes. It, at the time, it didn't make sense. And, and at, at some point, I'll share with you um, all the miracles that God did to get me on the mission field in the first place. But but if this is my encouragement, worship is the place that that we can go to so that we can clear out the congestion of our hearts and make 
a decision based on our obedience to what God's calling us to do. So if you need to make a decision in your life, start with worship. If you are feeling dry and you're feeling like your relationship with God is just non-existent, start with worship. If you are already feeling close to God, but you want to deepen your relationship with God, start with worship. If you are needing strength, you're just feeling depleted, you, you're, you're pouring out and pouring out and you're not getting filled up, start with worship. If you are struggling with sorrow and you're grieving, start with worship. If you are elated with joy, our response is worship. Let's pray. God, thank you that it is in moments of worship that we can have our hearts purified so that we can hear your voice more clearly. That that when you ask something of us, our natural response will be obedience because not only are we hearing you clearly, but we are overwhelmed with your grace and mercy and love for us. God, help my friend today to come to a place of worship before you. God, call them to their knees as they set out to really hone in on the things that you've called them to do. But beyond that, more than that, their relationship with you. God, I thank you that you are a good father, that you long to have this close relationship with us, that you sent Jesus so that it would be possible. God, I thank you so much that you are a good father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, guys, real quick before I go, I want to let you know about something that happened this week. If you are not part of the Christian uh, Daily Women's Bible Study Group on Facebook, I would encourage you to join it. There's some free bonus content that I share there. But two things happened this week, two times, two different times. God gave me a word specifically for that group. And so it's not what I'm, it's similar to probably what I'm sharing on, on the um the podcast, but it's much more organic. It's raw. It's real. It's vulnerable. I'm not even wearing makeup. I just pop on real quick with a video of uh, the word that God gave me. And that happened two times this week. And I knew sometimes, you know, when, when you get a prophetic word, if you were somebody that, that um, one of your giftings is prophecy, sometimes a prophetic word will come for you. Sometimes the word comes for somebody else. Sometimes it comes for a teaching. Sometimes it comes for a specific person. And so um, when, when God did that both times, um, I knew it was for that group. And so if you're not part of that group, I, I would encourage you to be part of that group. Not only has that happened, but, um, it's an opportunity to ask for prayer or to ask questions about the podcast. And, um, it's completely free. It's just, you have access to me. You can ask questions, you, you can pray for each other, all the things. So I would encourage you to, um, join that. And then also, um, on Fridays, if you're not already part of this on Fridays, I send out recap emails where I just send links. I'm not, I don't bug you. I promise. I just send links to the podcast episodes throughout the week in case you missed one or in case you, you know, got busy. It just gives you like a real brief recap and an opportunity to just click the link and easily listen. So, um, and then also there's announcements and things in there that I will put in there that might not be found other otherwise. So, uh, those are two resources that are completely free to you that I would encourage you to take part in. And Hey, I want you to know, I'm, I'm really thankful for you. We're up to like 189,000 downloads in five months, which is crazy to me. Um, but I just want to say thank you. I'm so thankful for this community every day. Now I'm getting emails or messages from people that are saying how much the podcast or the Bible study is helping them grow in their relationship with God. And that touches me so much when I, um, sit in my office in my bedroom and I podcast, it is I'm by myself. Like, I don't even know. I can't see your faces. I don't know if it's impacting you. And so when I get emails, 
and messages like that, it is such a blessing to me. So I just want you to know I'm incredibly thankful for you. And you're the reason that I do this, that God has put you on my heart so that I could serve you. So I'm going to be praying for you throughout the week and come back tomorrow. We'll have more on worship. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call on your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.